What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith, Jr., where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. For the day, go ahead and hop on that. All right, Grand Rising, everybody. Yes, Grace is right. It is definitely good. And I'm super proud of them. Let me, Grace, I'm getting ready to send you a link. We're going to call this one 19. So this is personal finance 19 is what we're going to call this one. And we're talking about the difference is how you are spending. It's the difference is how you are buying it or whatever I got written out in the chat. What I got written in the chat, Grace? The difference is how you are buying. 
There we go. The difference is how you are buying. Hopefully you've done your personal budgets. If not, we're going to go over that, but we're not going to go over that as much. Um, well, we will, but you won't be helped if you do not do it. So um, I don't know what to tell you about that, but you want to make sure you do that. Grace Austin, I'm going to send you a link real quick, and I want you to play it because just in case mine doesn't play like it did yesterday, I'm seeing that link. So go ahead and play that for us full screen. And while she's pulling that up, let me give you all an, an, a goal or an introduction here. And film school starts today at 1030. We've got a goal and an introduction here. There's a way to spend money. And there's other ways to spend money. But the difference in your financial future is in how you're spending money. And I found a clip by Grant Cardone to um, highlight this. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's extremely braggadocious, which it should be, because he was proving a point, and I'm glad he did, because all of you should be braggadocious in your doings. And your, your house should brag, your car should brag, and your clothes should brag. And, your underwear should cost $100 and all sorts of stuff, right? Whatever that is for you, whatever you like. But the way you do it is valuable and important. Grace, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, come on. Go ahead and share it. Share it with sound. Okay. Let's get this popping, and then we're going to share the link out. And then right after this, Grace, you're going to post the two links Oh, you're going to post a link for the personal financial budget, too, for anybody who hasn't got it. Okay. All right, go ahead and hit play widescreen that, too. Let's, let's get the full screen working. Hey, 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 wait a minute, damn, damn it. Hey, all you ball players, I just got on the phone with a ball player friend of mine. All you ball players, rappers, DJs. I got a message for you. Grant Cardone here. You see this TikToker? Get in a little closer, Johnny. You in tight enough? Yeah. All you guys out there, all you guys buying your big vehicles, banging up your rolls, getting your Lambos, got three or four or five cars, buying garages and houses, showing off your bullshit, stacking up your Richards, got your little paddock, the little one. I got the big one. Collecting your Ublos and your APs and your and your whatever the else, your Rollies. Nonsense. So so dumb, man. What are you guys doing? Okay, you got your big AMG, $240,000 Mercedes. I got all that shit too, guys. Okay. I got all that junk. By the way, men are the culprits of this problem way more than women. What are you doing, okay? I never buy this junk. I got all this stuff. I got the cars. I got the Roly. Uh, we got the dumb truck. The dumb truck, not the dump truck. I got the bird. Okay, let me show you a little plane I got, a little, little thing I got. You're collecting Lambos. And I'm buying gold streams. Okay, this is the model they gave me when I paid cash for the jet. That was the last 550 sold by Gulfstream in the world. 
Okay, now why, why am I all up in your shit today? Because you're wasting money. You're wasting money on dumb shit. I'm buying the same stuff. The difference is how we're buying it, okay? You're buying out of earned income and I'm buying out of passive income. You understand the difference? You're busting your ass. You're a ball player. You're getting all broke up, getting beat up, getting hammered on a short-term career. What, six years, seven years, eight years max? You're a rapper. You're out there freaking, you're out there boom, boom, you know, traveling all over the world, man. Your joints are all beat up. Your voice is beat up. You're using too many drugs. You can't settle down, can't spend time with the right people, can't build a family because you're traveling all over the world. What, 150,000 miles a year, you're going 200 nights. I know that's earned income. You get the earned income and then you go waste it on bullshit. You know what I do with my earned income? I buy buildings. I own this building. I don't rent here. I own that building, okay? The building behind me, I don't know if they can see that other big blue building behind me. Dude, I'm trying to buy that damn thing right now, okay? Now, I got 7,000 units today. I'm bragging to you. I wish my daddy would have got all up in my face like I'm in your face today. Rather than buying Gucci belts and H belts, the Hermes belt, and chains and ropes and, and bracelets, okay? Here's my bracelet for the day. What I do is I take all the money from my busting my ass income, earned income, pay the taxes so I don't get Wesley sniped, all right, or Nikki caged. Stupid. These guys make all this money, man, and they end up having to go to jail or they got to file bankruptcy. It's stupid. What are you doing? How many ball players go broke after they retire? Not because, not because they retired because they didn't plan for the retirement that you knew was gonna happen anyway, and they spent a bunch of money on bullshit. I buy bullshit out of passive income only. 7,000 apartments. Let me show you this building right here, okay? There's 250 units behind me. It's gonna, it's gonna pay $2,200 a month for every person that lives in one of those units. Every 10 to 14 months, a person's gonna move out. Somebody else is gonna move in. I own 7,000 of those. If there's cash flow from those 7,000, then, and only then, do I buy something stupid. How stupid can you go? Well, how much cash flow is the answer? You can go as stupid, how stupid can you go? You can go as stupid as your cash flow, as long as it's free cash flow, meaning passive income. Watch out, Johnny. Okay, as long as it's passive income. This, this watch, there's 1,300 of these on the planet. 1,300. Okay, the day I bought this, I bought it out of passive income. And while I bought this one, I stacked up another one right next to it. Two watches, same week, both paddocks, both new, and both out of passive income. Now, you can take this as bragging. You can say I'm obnoxious. We're both obnoxious, and both of us brag. That's why you're watching this bullshit video right now, okay? Because you know you're a damn bragger, and you know you're bodacious, okay? And you know you like this kind of bullshit. The question is, how are you going to pay for it? I'm not telling you not to buy the bullshit. Shit. Buy the bullshit, dude. But don't buy it on your time. Buy it on the dime's time, you know what I'm saying? Okay? You fighting slavery, man. What you do is you get George Washington, get Ben Franklin, Ulysses S. Grant, got their faces on some dollars. What you do is get the money, pay the taxes, and then get your earned income invested in real assets 
that makes you passive income, get you some depreciation if you don't know what that is. You might want to look it up. Get your passive income spitting out so many baby Ben Franklins that you can do stupid shit all the time. And then, and then you can fly private. Look, it isn't showing off if you could buy it forever. Listen to what I'm telling you. It's not showing off if I die and my kids can still live like that too. That's the play, dude, okay? I could die today and my kids and my wife and my charities wouldn't know that I had died. Quit doing dumb shit with your money until you've done some smart stuff with it. Then you can do dumb stuff with it. Pat a cow. You can stop it. That video hit hard. Hard, hard, hard. All right. Some of you ain't like that. That was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And it was inspirational. And while braggadocious, it wasn't bragging at all. He said something. He said a lot. And at the very end, he said two things, most notably. It's not bragging if you can get it forever. If you can get it forever, it ain't bragging. And when he dies, his charities, his children, and his expenses will never know. Did y'all hear that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yes, the play. Sir, heard it loud and clear. <laughs> That's the play. You understand what I'm saying? That's the play. The play is that when you die, Hearts may know, but your impact never knows. Never knows. So it's about how you spend this money. Write this down real quick because we have a lot to cover. And then we're going to do your personal budgets. The way he explained his money was earnings to assets. Let's change. Well, let's keep it simple. Earnings to assets. And then there's a loop. There's a, there's, there's what you call it in computer programming, you call it a, a, a loop. If the so earnings to assets, and then what, what you do now is if you're writing down a piece of paper, you're going to have a, a up and a, a 45 degree angle arrow. And then uh, what's this one? Maybe that's 120, you know, one like this and one like that. 
You know what I'm saying? I need, I need, I need two arrows, however you want to go. Earnings to assets. If cash flow is available, buy dumb stuff. That's the top one. The bottom one. If not, repeat. Earnings to asset. Then if cash flow is available, buy dumb stuff. If not, repeat. What are you repeating? Earnings to assets. Now let's define what dumb stuff is. Anything that does not make you money. Well, Antonio, you know this, you know, I have to wear suits, they make me money. They do not. They do not make you money. So let's define what rich people mean by make you money immediately. Same day, weekly, quarterly, some dividend payout, monthly, actual money. What we have a habit of doing is we have a habit of going to, let me talk to men, going to Joseph A. Banks. And we say, oh, this, uh, this $7,000, because you can't go in there without spending $7,000. I just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. That's what they, they real slick too. They do like a seven for one sale. Or you buy one, get seven free. They, they, oh yeah, they get you real good. Buy one, get three free. They always got some stupid sale that don't make no sense because you, you, you paying for the road and they carpets. You, you, every time you go, there's nothing in Joseph A. Bank cheap. I've never seen it. And we'll say, well, that makes me money because I need to look good on camera. I need to look good at the job. It does not make you money, Philip. It does not make you money, uh, Bartholomew. It does not. The reason it doesn't it's because it doesn't quarterly go into your bank account monthly, et cetera. Does it make you money in your image in this? So if you got to explain how it makes you money, it don't make you money. I hope I just freed somebody. If you have to go through a scenario to where something makes you money, it does not. So some of y'all needed this. You know what I'm saying? And this, this is, this is, today is a freeing day. This is class 19. We actually had like 21, but this is a freeing day. If, if Arshia says, well, I have to get a bulletproof vest. Okay. If she's in security, that don't make her money. We're going to keep her alive or increase the probability of, but it doesn't make money. And then she says, she gets with Anthony Lucas and Anthony says, well, you can write it off in your taxes because the company made you pay. All right, you're absolutely right. You can write it off in your taxes. So technically that makes you money. All right. And if you have to go so technically, it does not make you money. Am I telling you that a tax deduction, or which a tax write-off, which is a tax deduction, is not making you money? No, I'm not telling you that. Am I telling you that when you get your tax return, it won't make you money? No, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you there's a difference between tax codes, tax deductions, deductible income, and 
making money while saving money than passive income. And I don't want you all lumping everything into passive income. In this video, he had a very good definition of passive income. When you die, nobody will know. That's passive income. Now, I can give you plenty of definitions, but I like that definition. I like that. That is rock solid. Uh, when I die, my charities won't know. Because it's going to keep going on and on and on and on. So let's repeat because personal budget is, is, is next. And then we got a lot. We have a whole lot. Let's repeat. You are going to earn money, whatever that may be. That's, that's, that's your blessing. Your, your, your reasonable service on this planet is to earn money. It is your reasonable service. You understand? Reasonable service. Deepak Chopra said, uh, maybe a decade ago, maybe two now, uh, human beings are the only species on the planet that pay to live here. That's a very accurate statement. <laughs> when you think about it, it's a very accurate statement. We're the only species on this planet that pay to live on this planet. That's incredible. Anyway, I'm just thinking about the, the profoundness of that statement. It's incredible when you think about it. We, we need to change that whole system, but I'll leave it alone for right now. The earnings, let's, let's, let's get to these earnings, Jerome. It doesn't matter how you earn money. You can, you, you can do porn. You can do pastoring. Those are two different things, completely different. They're not even in the same geographical uh, location, not even in the same hemisphere. So from pornography to pastoring, or to pornography to preaching, once you get it, it's earned income. Earned income is bad. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll come back to that. We're going to cut Grace similar private message. Earned income is bad. Send, send that to me. Earned income is bad. It is the devil. Antonio. Yes, sir. I told you, I told Grace, I told Deanna, any money that I earn from ATS, mm -hmm. my name better not be on it. I remember that. You my LLC <laughs> better be on it. D Jerome Red Enterprise LLC. Or drones everywhere. If my name is on it, I'm sending it back and have you change it because I pay more taxes on my earned income right. than I do on my business income. That's right. So let's start it off correctly. Okay. That's that's right. That's <laughs> absolutely right. That's absolutely right. You gave me a little nuance there. So you're right. Earned mm -hmm. income is bad. That <laughs> bad. It's the devil. It has a red suit on with some horns. This is bad. Earned income is bad. Now, of course, when you when you take income and you funnel it through your business, it is still earned income. The corporation, the entity, is treated differently 
therefore taxed differently. And a sole proprietorship is not an corporation, just so you know. If you went, a lot of people, well, uh, uh, unmute your mic and say something so we can have you frozen in time on this on this recording. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Yes, look at you. I want Come that on with the bow tie. Stat. I need that stat. <laughs> you understand? I need that ASAP. I want that. You just send it in the mail. You did, do what I did to Frida. You send it in the mail. That's what I want. <laughs> that looks good. You stop Thank my you whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you take it through your business, you still earn income. But as Jerome wisely pointed out, it is taxed much differently. Earned income is bad. Why? Why is earned income bad, Arshia? Because it's called income tax we, we never really make that leap <laughs> it's the devil it is the devil it's wearing yeah. horns it I is especially when you get FICA? them commissions when you get commissions they tax his commissions at 30 percent who the heck yeah, is no, Micah? <laughs> <laughs> like, I got $5,000 commissions this month. No, you don't. You got $2,579 is what you That's got. That's exactly right. <laughs> Ridiculous. 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 Earned income is tax. And I'm number five in the district. Good oh, God. man. You the number five taxpayer. You <laughs> 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 number five taxpayer in the district. The reason it's taxed so harshly, Frida, because it's called income tax. And we never really make that leap because nobody ever tells us income tax. It, it, it's, it's right there in front of us, but nobody said, hey, you know, they're going to tax that, right? Like, incredibly. Why? Is it bad? Well, yes, it's bad, but that's not the point. It's the government's only source of income. Constitutionally, the government can only make money by taxes. It's it's the only way they can make money. The only other way the government makes money is they borrow it from the private banks. You call it the Federal Reserve. So unless they borrow in money or get in Dolores to pay back what they just borrowed, they can't make no money. This is so ingrained in our United States Constitution when America did the Louisiana Purchase and bought like the whole left side, left middle side of America. They wasn't even sure if it was constitutionally legal. So they rushed it through before partisanship can take hold. This is vital for your understanding. Why? Because I want you to use the financial sheet thingy that I worked kind of hard on, I mean, listen, I, mean I, I did my thing, but oh, good, okay, Phil's got it. You know, I worked well, yeah, it wasn't, I did my thing. There, okay, I see a lot of people printing out. Cause I want you to come in her, that's how my sister says it, cause she is from the middle of Dallas. 
She from Duncanville. That's sitting right in the middle of Dallas. And then she lived in Waxahachie. She from Waxahachie. Waxahachie, you know you country when your city is called Waxahachie. This, Grace, just let me stop my screen. Google it real quick, Grace. Look at the way it's spelled. It's got W's and X's all in it, it, it and, and C-H's. It is. I don't know where. It must have been something indigenous, that's for sure. Waxahachie. You know you country. Waxahachie just paved a rose yesterday. Like they just got paid rose yesterday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right there, Waxahachie. Waxahachie, we used to go there to summer to the most boring suburb ever. They wouldn't let kids play. And so what do we do, Dolores? We sinned and we went outside and played anyway. And it was an old, it was a, it was an old folk place. <clears throat> we threw eggs and all sorts of stuff because I've been a heathen a long time, long time. Anywho, personal budget. Well, you know, you put in your information. And the cool thing, the way I did this is you can actually take this. This is solid enough for you to go take it and go to a bank. Uh, if you can see it, I actually made it in that, in, in that, that area. Uh, here, Here's the thing now. Oh, this balance sheet is going to do some, you know, it's going to do some pretty numbers when you're in here. You understand? It's going to do some pretty numbers when you're in here. Now, let us review. And so here, here's some details, right? And then right here is the most important, this sexy word right here, cash flow. It is the most beautiful word on planet Earth besides you may now kiss the bride. You may now kiss the bride and cash flow are the two most sexiest words on the planet. I mean, they are fantastic. Okay, cash flow. Because if, 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 if Dolores here, you may kiss the bride, but Antonio ain't got no cash flow, well, you're going to say I do just to say I don't. So we don't want that. Hello. <laughs> okay, we, we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. Who has done your, I saw a bunch of you, done your personal finances, you went, whoa. Uh, <laughs> got it started. Got it started, started is good. Started is good, um, Start, started I, is I, better. I, mm -hmm. I looked at it and said, <laughs> whoa, shit. No. Yes. So let me get here early. Antonio, <laughs> Antonio. Yes, sir. Here it is, here it is. Right there, good. Yeah, right there. See, right I, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, buddy, I get it. And, and I got the application, but I ain't feel Look, look, Phil and Susan did one apiece. <laughs> they in the same house, they both did it. <laughs> same house they, Tony, did. they just want to make us look bad. They just make us look bad. <laughs> yes, ma'am, Renee. Um, now I got your I got the the paper, but I had went ahead and did our budget because we sat down and did ours, and I was doing my our, all of our bills and stuff and mm -hmm. did all the crunching and so I would know from how the 10%, 10%, you know, 60% how that looks as in dollar amounts and stuff. And I was I was already getting upset then <laughs> looking at looking at that. And I said, ain't no way. Ain't no you tell me that I got nine dollars left after doing what I need That's to right. do. I said, nine dollars? 
And that still puts me in the red because I don't even include uh, gas and other stuff. I said, oh my God. Or taxes. Or taxes. Uh-huh. And I, yeah. I just did how much how much coming in every week, how much I'm getting literally paycheck. I was like, yo. I was like, this yo. is irritating. When she did her budget, find out she had $9 left. Inflation ain't in there or taxes ain't in there. And you know it ain't. So that really puts me at negative, let's just say, I don't even know. But it's probably a number I don't even know that even exists. It puts you at a hardworking American and you are a blessing to the middle class and society and we have failed you is where it puts you. That's where it puts you. I need all of you. Yes, I need all of you. Too kind now. Don't be too kind. <laughs> I mean, he, he already sucker punched me a little bit, but it's all right because I'm coming up out of this, man. I'm sorry. We got to go. It's why I showed that Grant Cardone video because all of you have bought things to your income. <laughs> like as you do that budget, you're putting your income and you're putting what you're buying with your income. Like that's what you're doing. <laughs> like that is what you are doing. And but we're coming back to that. That's that's why I started off with that. Who found this exercise? Well, it's not exercise, because y'all keep your financial budget. It's a living document. That means Susan cannot wait, or no, excuse me, she was going to slap my hand, looking forward to, Susan is looking forward to changing it every day. Susan looking forward to changing it every day. That's why, that's what a living document means. It means that we, it never, those numbers are never accurate because as entrepreneurs, you all are fortunate society that get pay raises every day. That should have made you happy. <laughs> that's, that's the beautiful part of free enterprise and entrepreneurship. You are in charge of your pay raise every single day. Once I understood that, it was freeing for me. I was pissed off at the same time because I hadn't been properly doing it. But it was also liberating at the same time. It was absolutely liberating. Who... And I need someone to be honest, like $9 honest. You know, I say that about though. Who did your budget? And Adrian, like Adrian was like, oh, who did your budget and went, whoa, I am. I've been lying to myself. <laughs> who did it? Okay, come on, Grace. Let me hear for you. <laughs> you got to come back again, huh? Come on, Grace. Let me die. Because this, this is real. This is real. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, when I did, when I saw it, and I was they, the the questions it was asking, the items that you need to put in there, I was like, hmm, okay, <laughs> I got pissed off. <laughs> I just you should, you should. Yeah. She being nice, I didn't even know what the hell to do. I was like, well, yeah. wait a minute, I don't even have better. that kind of money. Even what are they better. talking right. about? I'm not even in the money to make a budget. Like, wait a minute. Yes. That's a blessing. AJ, you just blessed everybody. Some of you didn't know what to do. And some of you was like, I can't fill out none of these slots. Okay, I didn't want to say that, but you know. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I can't fill out none of these slots. I don't have a, a whole lot of empty lines. <laughs> a whole lot of them. A whole lot of it. You start seeing schedule this and this and that. And then what really that's why I, I want to do it. I had 
the first financial budget I actually ever used was Rich Dad Poor Dad. It, it was available for dollar. I forget what it was. And it was it was fantastic. This one is meant for you to go to try to go get an SBA loan. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I think business wise. So I'm 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 trying to I put it together, Jerome, so you can say, I want this apartment complex. You know, I did that. So you you know, you say, here's my cash flow. Here's my stuff, here's my stuff, here's my stuff. Now let me. Let me say something real quick. I'm going to get to this book because Shannon muted her mic. And then I want to tell you about Tuesday. Let's study. I mean, it's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Let's study a book as well. I want to tell you about that because right now at this moment, they all go together. What I want to tell you is when you have positive cash flow, that's, that's, share my screen. When you have this right here, when you do all this stuff and you get to the, there's a balance sheet. This is what they're gonna they're gonna say, okay, credit. And they, they're gonna say this is what they're gonna say, okay. Antonio manages debt well, he's credit worthy. This is when they're gonna say, and he has the ability to pay me back. Did y'all catch that? This is got him. I'm gonna add some old debt on him. He's a good slave. And this one is. Okay, he's a good slave that can keep my commission going. It's basically what this means. And you say what you want. Not a single banker is out here working for free. These loan officers are not your friends. They're real good. So, oh, Susan, you want some? You want some mints? Would you? You know, and they, they remember her name. They remember they every time. Hey, Susan. They, they do all that good stuff. Remember, they are not your friends. They are commissioned employees, as it should be. But the more you ask for, the more they like you. All right, let me get Sister Book. Go ahead, Sister Book. I was going to say, it also shows you a lot of things you're doing foolishly. But it also mm -hmm. prepares you for what you need on a daily basis when you go to your CPA That's right. at the end of the year. That, now, 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 you said something there. That if you do this throughout the year, you will, you will bless your CPA for sure and yourself at tax time. <clears throat> you really will. Tyrell sent me something in chat privately. He said, this is a reflection of what you spoke about and the reason why we should have passive income. Grace, I want you to read this because he is right. Let's start with the headline because everybody's a headline reader. Uber preps for rougher days ahead. You better believe it, boo-boo. How you going to be? We'll come back to that because I got plenty to say. The company CEO called hiring a privilege. <clears throat> Give it to me, Grace. Oh, this means foobar. This is effed up beyond all recognition. That's an army word. Okay. Go ahead, Grace. <laughs> Thank you so much for that acronym because I would have asked. As stocks plummet even further and an economic recession looms, companies are starting to hoard their, their, their acorns in anticipation of harsher conditions. Take Uber. On Sunday, CEO Dara, Kosra, Dara K sent a, letter, <laughs> sent a letter to staff explaining how Uber is hunkering down given the rapidly deteriorate, deteriorating macro environment and what he laid out is probably being mimicked in boardrooms across the country. The takeaways. 
The stock market is. No, you ain't got to read that. Okay. <clears throat> it's effed up beyond recognition. You understand? That's what that means. Let's. I'm going to break down all the stuff in this. Okay. I mean, before I do that, let's go to Tuesday. Phil, tell us what we're doing tonight, 5 30. Five thirty. Phil and Susan will be going over. Oh, you can't hear me. Can you hear me? Okay. Five thirty. I don't think he heard you. Oh, okay. Oh. Phil, Phil, tell us what we're doing tonight at five thirty. We're going to be covering the book Forty Eight Laws of Power. That Antonio has been gracious enough. Good. There's a book. Thanks, Grace, because I don't have the book. I just had Antonio's notes, which were incredible, but he did that. When you think that every little piece of ink that's on that paper is a keystroke that he did, we owe him a great debt of gratitude to be able to take 48 Laws of Power and reduce it down to what we've reduced it down to. And it's an amazing exercise. Uh, Susan started yelling at me after she looked at the notes. She says, I don't agree with this stuff. This isn't good. What are you, what are you doing? You didn't, you didn't check with me first before you said you're going to do this. You didn't check with me first. And so I said, oh, good googly moogly. I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. For sure. <clears throat> but because it's a law, it doesn't mean you have to agree with it. During the 70s, I smoked right. a lot of pot. It was against the law, but I still smoked a lot of pot. Uh, you know, I disagree with the law. <laughs> but I still did what I did. So, uh, so he, he just, obviously this author. I'd like Antonio tonight to kind of give us a little background on the author sure and the book and what I would know because I don't have the book. Gotcha. Uh, but what the author did obviously he took the took the concept of power and then studied what are the laws related to power and he wrote this book, which is uh, there's some incredible stuff. We're gonna have a lot of fun doing this because. I love it when people disagree with it. And they, well, that's not right. We're going to have a lot of discussion with it. So it's, it's going to be pretty, I'm, I'm pretty excited about going over it. Absolutely. It's going oh, to be Susan wants to say something. Oh, yeah. And you ain't going to have uh, to ask nobody to talk either, Phil. They're going to they jump out there talking when you do this. Go ahead, Susan. I'm getting audible um, today so that we have that. Good, good, good. I tell you what, let me... A lot more than that. Yeah, I got <laughs> Can we get yeah. those notes? What notes? Oh, yeah, yes, Grace, please. Yeah, please look for that. Yes. yes, Grace can send to everybody. I think. Thank I you. Strongly recommend you, Grace, to put that out there, and I strongly recommend all of you to have the four day laws of power. All of you, all of you, do that. And then Grace, what you're gonna do for me is you're going to send Phil and Susan my audible password. Okay, do you, you still have it? We have it. Yeah, okay. Oh, you, you got audible already? Yeah, don't oh, okay, cool. Then we get stuff from there. Oh, you good then. Okay, then good, because it's definitely, on there it's fantastic that's fantastic the reason i'm bringing for the laws of power right here because it's because now i get to play with this finance stuff because it's absolutely all in 40 laws of power 
I'm going to reread this article now. Here's why now I'm not going to say too much about what I think about 48 Laws, but I'm going to say that for Tuesday. I recommend all of you be on it. There is not a better class being taught in ATS at any time. Now that you do it for your lost power, it's not a better one. And I can assure you all that. Come on, somebody talk. That ain't going to have to happen. Ain't going to have to happen. <clears throat> Y'all going to jump out there. You're going to disagree or agree or say, somebody did that to me. My husband did that. My mom, you're going to do all that. Here's what I want. Antonio. You to yes, sir. Susan said, Antonio, do that to us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, too funny <laughs> too funny you, you know the i use the 48 laws of power so i can know for sure when they are being used check me out Dolores. they're always being used but i need to know when i'm walking into them let me reread this article for you and I'll read this time, Grace. The company CEO is saying we're not doing any more hiring because the government is getting ready to shut down because we are now in a recession. Hiring is a privilege. I'll show you. I didn't add that words. Jerome, watch me. Remember this privilege. I'm going to show you where it gets repeated. And it gets repeated in plain English. Right here. Uber is hunkering down because of the rapid, rapidly deteriorating market. Macro environment means economy. And he laid out probably that this is being mimicked and Every Fortune 500 company is what he just said. Let's do it again. Macro environment. Remember that? Remember that video, how the economy works? That when I spend money, I become this income, this income. Right. That's the behavior. Macro means, be, well, it doesn't mean behavior, but it does in this case. Behavior. Okay, go ahead, Phil. Well, then it becomes a fulfilling privacy. All the companies read that say, oh, we better hunker down. Well, they that's contributing to, to the recession. Boom. So you go down this slippery slope. Right. So you hit the bottom, and then, you, like Jack Welch says, during uncertain times, you weed out the weak players. And the right. strong ones widen the gap. So the message is get strong. Get strong financially. Get strong physically. Get strong spiritually. Get strong with your relationships. Do everything you can right now to get strong. And if you're doing anything that makes you weak, stop doing it. <laughs> no, that made sense. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty straight. ABC straightforward. I got you, Law. Give me one second. The environment, we are now in a recession. Actually, we've been in a recession. But if you ask me, we've been in a recession. Now it's getting deep. We can no longer hide it. We can no longer hide it. No worry about it. I'll show you. The Phil is absolutely right. This is why I brought up 48 Laws of Power. Why I bring up 48 Laws of Power? Because Uber is saying, yeah, we're not going to be hiring. One. Now, you think Uber is in a room by itself? Or you think Uber has partners? Do you genuinely think the men 
and, and women, because it's definitely women, but this is a man problem. This is, this is a man problem. I'm not going to be the preacher that puts the problems of the world on Eve. You understand? I'm going to blame Adam. Because ain't nothing happened. So Adam made excuses. Okay, you understand? I'm just going to call it like I see it. Women are not messing up the world. Old men are. Let's call it like we see it. Do, do you, let's, do, okay. so let's call it like we see it. Do you think the old men and the young men are in rooms isolated? Or do you think they getting together 48 laws of power and saying, hey, this is what we doing, what y'all doing. Now we locking it up. Well, you are a partner. We locking it up. Well, we got to lock it up. And then, as Phil said, then the banks go, hey, y'all locking up? Y'all should lock up because I don't see how much longer we're going to do this. And if you don't think that's happening, you need to be Tuesday night. I happen to be 630. Look, I happened to be in the bank the other day and the man came out and told me, he, he's like, you know, I'm thinking, damn, he probably knows that I'm financially like in the deficit. But he said something to me that was important. And he said that we got about six good months. Mm. And then we're going to see things drastically change. He said that in the bank. So oh, yeah. I, was, oh, yeah. I was kind of glad that I was in these classes with you now. I'm like, well, damn. All right, at least I got like six months to try to figure right. out what I'm trying to do. No, but he didn't just say that. No, 100%. I mean, obviously, there's no reason that I would be sacrifice well, not sacrificing but um, shifting um, meetings to personal finances i obviously see bad times ahead and i started off that way remember i told you i see bad times ahead go ahead law i was gonna say i was actually reading this the other day and i just had a feeling that the recession was coming in Right. Would you say the recession occurs between seven to ten or a flat seven years? It's okay, that's a good question. On average, um, the data would tell you about every seven years. That's what the data would tell you. That's not really true anymore, though, because of we've changed. We have so this this is a very good question, Lon. It, it forces me to to watch the smart Antonios out there that are going to correct me. So this is a very good question. It's a very good question. The, every seven years, boom, bust, boom, bust, bear, uh, I forget the other term is, right? Bear, down, something, whatever. And boom, bust, boom, bust is the best way that I'm gonna give it to you right now. That's the 48 laws of power link in there. Grace, put it in the notes for me. Bear, boom. Bear bull, there it is, thank you, there it is. Bear bull, bear bull, bear bull, boom bust. Seven years, and you can always increase, I mean, you can always, always depend on your stocks collectively to go up 7%. So that you're right in that respect. But we're all wrong. Because we just messed up. We are, we're not even fiat anymore. 
I think when historians look back at the 21st century, I think they're going to call us a hyper fiat financial system. We're not even, like, you, you know, <clears throat> so there's, you have, let's just start with the Renaissance period to save time. You have the Renaissance period, that's, that's the Renaissance means it's, a, it's Latin for rebirth. And what's the rebirth? They didn't like the dark ages, 500 to 1500. So they say, let's go back to when stuff was good. What's that? Antiquity, the, the Greek golden age. <clears throat> From 1500 to 1750, the 1750s starts what you call the enlightenment period. This is when, and if you go read Bibles and the enlightenment period, you will see that we were so enlightened. We took the miracles out the Bible and we said, well, this is when we start explaining, you know, well, the, there are no miracles. There's, there's a rational explanation for all of these things. And that goes on from 1750 to roughly 1890, 1900. And in 1900 is what you get what we call, it, it, because of the Industrial Revolution, the modern period. As an adjective, we call it modernity, the modern period or modernity. And then somewhere when Grace was born, we start switching. I mean, no longer modern. She's Grace is like born in 62 or something. She's old. And I'm just joking, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> She's born in 80. And we start switching. You know, we, we're getting ready to go. You know, we, we went to the moon. And somewhere around 85, 90, we go into hyper modernity. That is to say, all that modern stuff y'all do, we worse now, Dolores. You think you think feminism was bad. Feminism ain't even feminism no more. It is radicalism. You think masculinity is bad. It's not even masculinity no more. We hyper that too. We, we, we went from women being silent and be quiet or, or to women can't vote to you can vote, but you're going to do what the hell I say. Like we hypered everything. We hypered everything. That's so you now live in hyper modernity. And I'm saying we've been in we've been in a fiat system, sixty-ish, fifty-ish, you know, FDR-ish. But we ain't doing that no more. Now we're irresponsible, Phil. We not even we were responsibly messing up the money. We don't care no more. And this is how you know we don't care. When the conservative party, the party of money, gives out stimuluses too in record-breaking fashion. When the class, when, when, the, when the political class of, we're not giving y'all jack, goes, well, you know what? Here's 890 billion. So we're in hyper. And I'm telling you, Law, that because we're in a hyper fiat economical system now, that seven years, recession stuff, them lies. Our recessions happen quicker now and they last longer, just like global warming. You know, who remembers when you was a kid, a tornado was on the ground for five minutes? Them joints cross states Definitely now. Remember that. <laughs> they stay on the ground for a long time now, don't they? <laughs> One tornadic system 
can go from Oklahoma all the way to Kansas with just one. Not a tornado, but the whole system, you know, that one thunderstorm system. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So that's a very, very, very good question. Go ahead with your second question, Law. Thank you. So my follow-up to that would be, I guess, it's more of a personal thing and I, I guess it's a good thing that Mexico conference is taking place this weekend. Yes. But I did say to myself that in the last recession, you know, I want to ensure that I'm in a good position where I don't have to, you know, worry about the recession, what have you. And here I am kind of back in the same position. Yes, I made a little leeways, but I still have to think about my finances. How can I ensure in the next recession, I don't have to worry about anything at all? Yeah, I would get... <clears throat> I would put myself on a plan of getting eight single family homes that bring you in $500 a month a piece. And so what is that? Eight times five is four, 40. So that's $4,000 a month. That's what that would be in rental income. And I think you can survive in Texas off of $4,000 a month. There's no doubt about that for sure. For sure. That's what I would do. I'd put myself on that plan I put myself on that plan to have eight single family homes. And then of course, that's, that's some good stable income. And then you go from there. Does it have to be homes? Who cares? Nobody cares. The goal there was $4,000 a month that other people are doing. That was the goal. I just gave a real estate example. I don't care if you use Ken Johnson, Brad Blazer, or Ozarka Water. Create something that gives you 4000 a month. That should be our goal. And, and if you have to stack, if you have to play Monopoly for houses, trading to get a hotel, then that's what you do. That's actually a very solid, good plan because a lot of times we move too fast and our, our investments can't be secured because our assets aren't mature enough. So let me let me un, let me uncomplex that. I said that. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? It makes a lot, especially if you. Here's here's a good way to know your financial position. Sell a house or be in the middle of some deal. Doesn't matter what it is. You know, let's say you you. Sister Booker is in this situation. She's got this. Good stream of income coming, and it's fun too. It's like it's it's it's, it's writing her dreams. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like writing her dreams. That's that's fantastic. This is how you know if you get a financial situation. Well, for one, if your sister book and her husband say you don't need no more money, you're probably in a good financial situation. So, barring that aside, <laughs> barring that aside, pretend you have a house, or pretend you have a big deal but you have to wait nine months. Not a plan nine months, Jerome. Well, that's easy. We, it's real easy, Dolores, to believe in God when you know when the breakthrough coming. That's real, that's, that's easy. Watch yourself. You understand, you just get nine months worth of noodles. That's, that's easy, you, you understand, <laughs> that's easy. That's easy, you have some, 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 some thick bowel movements, but you know, I'm just saying, you, 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 you'll be all right. You'll get over it. When you have your income 
tied up in a deal like a house or some deal, some, some, some software, some company, you're trying to go public, anything like that. And if you are dying in that weight, you're in law's question. And that's what law's talking about. Everybody got me? You're in law's question. You know if you're doing financially well when Amazon says, oh, we're going to pay you, but it's going to be, you know, 180 days from now. A lot of these big contracts, they don't pay out weekly or monthly. You you get an apartment complex with a reasonable deal, we're going to pay out quarterly. It's going to pay out quarterly. And it should, because there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of moving pieces, and you got to pay the property manager. And you shouldn't own an apartment complex and be the property manager, because you're you're never going to get a second apartment complex. You're just never going to get one. The man who spends all day making money has no time to make money. Then you definitely don't want to be managing an apartment complex. It pays quarterly. Can you wait three months? Can you wait six months? Can you wait biannually? That's six months. So you know if you're in a good financial situation when you, you're stretched out nine months, stretched out 18 months, and you're still okay. This is not me saying have six months reserved because that's actually not true no more because we're in a hyper fiat. This is, I'm making, I've never said hyper fiat before ever until somebody asked me that question. I don't think anybody has said that, but I'm telling you, I think when historians look back, they're going to change our, our monetary classification. We're not in barter and trade. We're not gold back standard. And we're not fiat no more. We are just printing without discretion. It is amazing how we have not, I I don't see how it can last. Everything has consequences. Go ahead, Phil. Biden, just ask Congress for $33 billion to aid Ukraine. Just to aid Ukraine and 11 billion to deal with COVID. Now, where's that money coming from? <laughs> I mean, where's, where's $44 billion that I could go use? They approved it. How, how long? I've got two major responses here. Uh, oh, go ahead, Sister Booker. No, 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 go ahead. Go I was just going to say quickly, there's something wrong with that picture. There is something very wrong with that picture. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is the third round we sent in the UK, too. If it's not the third, it's the second for sure. Just a second for sure. This that's kind of the gift and curses. Well, anyway, the let's here's my two major responses to that. The first is to feel where's that money coming from? Well, they sure didn't raise taxes. <laughs> that's my favorite. They sure didn't raise taxes to get it. So what do we do? We printed it and made it up. That's now $33 billion of inflation devaluing the money on your, on your bank account, in your bank account, on your credit card, and, and in your wallet. Let's just call it what it is. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. My second major response is, you need to be, uh, let's study a book with Phil and Susan, because I hear 48 laws of power, all of that. There is no way that we need to send $33 billion to Ukraine. No, no disrespect. 
I hope they get everything they need. I know doggone well that they didn't just pass that. They put some stuff they tried to pass that y'all knocked down as dog ears on those on, on that executive order or that bill that's getting ready to get passed. Pork. Yes. <laughs> they put a bunch of stuff on there that y'all shot down. And since you're so let's help Ukraine, they like, well, yeah, let's ride that energy. Let's put this in here, put this in here, put that. All the stuff y'all would never ever pass as a bill is getting passed on that check that's going to get sent out. It had not a penny being sent to Haiti. Not a penny being sent to Haiti. And and, and now that's by design. Now that's by design. You know I know that. That's <laughs> why it pisses me off. I know that's right. I know that's right. That is by design. And there is no difference between there is no difference between Haiti and Cuba. And to add one more thing in there, there's no such thing as the Middle East. That is made up. That's propaganda. That's Africa, for God's sakes. There's no such thing as Middle East. It's the Mediterranean, depending on what you're talking about. That is no such thing as Middle East. And when I hear people saying, there's no such thing as Middle East, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's freaking Africa. <laughs> it's not Middle East. There's no such thing as third world. That's something we made up in World War II or World War I. Yeah, World War I is when we did it. Well, that's just when we, the winners said, all right, let's just divide this crap up. And when we created NATO, they said, all right, well, here's first world. And then here's third world. This they, they, It's all by what property you got, what economic uh, GDP that you can do in your stuff. Third world is actually quite, Stop saying that. You stop saying that. It's very disrespectful term. It really is. It's a very disrespectful term. Four-day laws of power is all of that. Please go and be in that class because I can guarantee you a slick little snot like me, you shot my bill down and I said, don't put that up in there. And I came to you with a nice little envelope my wife made you a pie. It's a pie. Look at this pie. The $50,000 pie. You understand what I'm saying? Go and put that in there, what I want. It's what it did. I guarantee you, I guarantee you the one of the most predatory, this is money, finance, one of the most predatory things happening in America today, which should be outlawed, disbanded, and people should be shot in the firing squad. Well, that's a little too intense. We are one. I didn't mean that last part. It just came out by accident. But it's so predatory. It's the payday cash advances. It should be outlawed. Yes, it should. Oh, my goodness. It yeah. is predatory. You never, if you ever do me a favor financially, please don't you ever go get one. Whatever you're trying to save, just lose. Just lose, because God will use anything you ever lost. Just lose it. And I know that sounds insensitive, but once you're in that trap, you never get out. It's like 22% interest, you never get out. It is an unregulated market. That market is not regulated, it's unregulated. And every time we try to pass a bill to do something, 
lobbyists, a little slicks not like me go, well, take this pie. <laughs> Yeah, they like long shark. Uh, they are it is it is legal long sharkism. That's not a word, but you get the point. It is legal, but legal doesn't mean right. <laughs> you can't legislate righteousness. You can't. I'm sorry. It's it's awful. Stay off, stay off of these things, stay away from them. They are predatory. They are they're equally as predatory as what we've done with student loans. It's just terrible. The second thing I would say, what's equal to payday cash loan is the whole bail bondsman system. That's the stupidest thing. The stupid, the most, the second most predatory thing that we are doing to Americans is we're making up laws to throw people in jail. We got a law, like we make up a law and then we make up a law against that law just in case that law, like this is crazy. But this is why it's so predatory, because they're only targeting people who need to go to work. The only reason you are in the bond system is because you can't afford to spend seven days in jail and lose your job. So you're targeting poor people who can't afford to go to jail or get out of it. And that's a system in itself. These two things, and, I, and that's not political, not political I'm talking about your finances. These two things are predatory practices that are right in front of you. And if you don't do your personal budget sheet, if you don't have earned income turned into passive income, well, you will be a victim of police brutality. You, 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 you will the I was, anybody seen the John Oliver, well, He's John Oliver is definitely on the left. This is not a political conversation, but he did something. I was very intrigued. I've seen every episode of, of, of this show. I, I love it. Today. He's a great. I love journalism. I love journalism. I'm like Anderson Cooper. You can't miss me with Anderson Cooper. You, you can't. You can't miss me with with any. Okay, Sister Booker, you, you, you can't miss me with any journalism. I love journalism. There's something he did a clip called environmental racism. I never knew it. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. And what they were saying was they take the path of least resistance to dump the landfills and the chemicals. And of course, that's always in low income neighborhoods because you can never put the asphalt pile, that 50,000 feet pile of asphalt in a rich zip code. They take the path of least resistance to the poor zip codes. Go ahead, Phil. You got to mention Rachel Maddow when you talk about Oh, yes. Yes. I watched her two days ago. She was doing something. I don't know if it was an old clip. She hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay, I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real life cheat code, 
seriously like a real life cheat code and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie it just loves a good plot twist so listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today trust me future you will thank you what's so special about Hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs 5 to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. He did something incredible, and I was blown away. I just can't remember what it was. I'm just, it's going to come back to me. You're right, though. You're right. She was, she's, she's not. That's investigative journalism there she is yeah she's strong she is she is she's she's strong she's strong for sure we got to get to earn income that becomes passive income but we we've kind of muddied passive income so let me unmuddy this for you everybody you know what's passive income it's passive income it's just it's, it's it's all blessings passive income and it's simply, well, the only passive income that you should be focused with is income that is unearned. This is very important. The only way to freedom on this planet, and as long as we got capitalism, is unearned income. And I know I sound like a radical. And then I can do about that. Unearned income. It's the only passive income. That means you work once or you start something or you create a vehicle and that vehicle continues to work on your behalf. And unfortunately, and fortunately, it's both and. This is not a moral issue. Somebody else is taking their earned income and giving it to you. There is no other way to exist in a society. I do apologize to you. But remember, the economy is based on one factor. Grace get money. Now, Grace has to spend money. And if Grace stops spending money, we're in a recession. And you just watch Uber say, yeah, we're not hiring. Uber just said we're not spending money. Hiring is spending money. And then they just said, thank you for sending that, that, that article, Tyrell. Then they said, oh, I'm sure this happened in every boardroom. This is why you, this is Tuesday. I'm going to promote the hell out of Let's Study a Book for the next year. This is why y'all need to be in Let's Study a Book at 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central, because you need to, people talk, and they always talking past us unless you understand the 48 Laws of Power. Go ahead, Phil. Well, an Uber is not going to hire people that they pay on commission. Oof. Oof. Good point. Good, good point. That's it's not like they like... hire somebody they're committing to a $60,000 a year salary. Mm-hmm. When they hire somebody, they're just agreeing to split whatever revenue they generate. That's right. So for them, hiring is a less risky endeavor than if you're a corporation and you're hiring people based on salary plus benefits. Wow. 
Yeah, what do you think the people with salary plus benefits are thinking? <laughs> they fit to they fit to get cut back, downsized <laughs> for sure. And that is, and those people are in the worst position because they've made their lifestyles from their salaries. When the, this is why corporate America is so dangerous. Once you're making ninety thousand a year, you have a ninety thousand a year lifestyle. You will protect that at all costs. You you will protect that. So feel. Well, Susan starts speaking better than you. Feel that Susan got to go. <laughs> they got to go. Susan's too intellectual. <laughs> got to go because she's now a threat to your position. Unearned income is passive income. It's the only passive income in there. Because you know, I, I watch, I, I watch people ask all the time. I, I, I see the questions. I look at the podcast. I, I see them. Everybody goes, "Well, well passive income." You're thinking money that comes to you monthly. That's fine, but if you are doing something for that money, it is not passive income, but it's monthly. That's reoccurring income, reoccurring revenue. That's not passive income. That's MRR, monthly reoccurring revenue is what it's technically called. If it is revenue, it's debatable. Write all this down because I've done this before. Let's do it as I said. Revenue is not money. I do apologize to you. It's not. And money is not profit. I'm sorry. And working capital is life. But working capital is neither money. or revenue. That's a puzzle, sounds confusing, but everything I said is accurate. These are four different things. Grace, read it back to me. Revenue is not money. Money is not profit. It's not. Working capital is life, but working capital is neither money nor revenue. Or profit, money nor revenue or profit. Okay. Yeah, put or profit. I forgot to think about a certain set. Let's break down this. This is. Could you put that in the chat, please? Yes. Yes. It is important. It is is important. Notice how many terms? How many terms was that, Grace? Money, revenue, working capital. Working capital. Oh, and profit. Okay. So I'm going to leave profit out. Those three terms are not profit. They're not. There's no profit. This is what y'all do. Y'all kill your working capital because you think that's profit. That's why. That's why. I have, that's why I have that distinction. This is what it looks like. You. 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 You sell a car. Ken sells a car. You go. Whoo! All right, honey. Let's go to Perry Steakhouse. That's 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 a Texas thing. This is a Houston Texas thing. Go to Perry Steakhouse. It's nice there too. It's nice. It's real nice. No, 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 no. You just took your working capital and you gave it to Perry Steakhouse. Because your working capital is life, but you said, ooh, we got money. No, you don't. You don't have money. You have life. That don't mean you're living. I didn't say living. I said life. Working capital just keeps you alive for the opportunity 
not the guarantee, but the pursuit of profit. Write that down, Grace. Working capital keeps you alive for the pursuit of profit. That is it. You are not guaranteed profit. It is the pursuit of profit. And you will have to ascend to the esotericness of profit. <laughs> In capitalism, profit is almost this thing that very few people know. And disagree me all you want to, Netflix still is not a profitable company. See? See? Netflix is in massive debt. But they understand laws. And they get to spread out debt over five years each year. So when they do their quarterly reviews, well, it's not reports there we go the quarterly earning reports yeah you listening when they do their phil's gonna totally he already get it but he's gonna totally agree when they do their quarterly earnings they get to get more people's earned income to raise the value of their company through unearned income there it is and i know now, somebody, somebody's like, damn, that's a lot of words. Can you break it down? I, I get it. I will break it down. <laughs> I will. But I am exposing this system to you. Netflix spends $100 billion a year. They just said they're going to stop doing that because of, well, y'all, <laughs> because there's too many streaming services now. And how do you get people to come to yours? Well, you have shows that are exclusive. So Netflix spends $100 billion, but Netflix doesn't report $100 billion. They spread that out evenly over five years. So Netflix spends $20 billion in debt now for this year. Let's do 2022. This is 2022. So in 2022, Netflix is going to report a $20 billion deficit. So all Netflix has to do is for the four quarters have subscriber income that rivals that $20 billion because they get to allocate it, spread it out, put the dirt under the rug evenly throughout five years. Go ahead, Phil. I asked the Siri, how much in debt is Netflix? Netflix is really about $4.8 billion in gross debt. And the money owed to the studios via contract, $15.7 billion, is technically separate. So you put that together, you got $20, $23 billion. Yeah, I see that. Now, if Phil was $23 billion in debt right now, the men in black would be at his front door. <laughs> no fingerprints oh, you, you, muted, you muted yourself Bill. and if I'm leaking subscribers like a, like a hole in my boat <laughs> yeah for sure for sure the, the men with no fingerprints that don't need to identify themselves at all Phil would be arrested 
on RICO charges and covered by the Patriot Act. We get no court. <laughs> no court. <laughs> no nothing. It would be RICO charges all around. <laughs> as soon as you try to stand up for him, you go to jail too for standing up for him. Here's something to think about. That $23 million worth of debt is literally writ- listed as an asset on the companies that hold the debt. And there you go. And there you go. That $23 billion is listed as an asset, Grace. And they will cut you off for $12.99. What a wonderful system we live in. I always tell you, the business is not meant for the little guy. It's not. That's the American way. (laughs) It's just, it is. So how does Netflix stay in business? Because the system is Netflix, every quarter, tell us how much unearned income you have gained. That's, that's it. That's it. You, you, you call it customers. You call it subscribers. Nope. That's your earned income that you're freely giving to them. Netflix, remember I told y'all, there's only two ways to make money. I told you this. You sell what you know. Who remembers the other one? You collect it. You co- and what is Netflix doing? Collecting money. And now with their originals, they're selling what they know. They're doing both ends, but they're mostly collecting money. When you are in the business of collecting money, that is not earned income. That is unearned income. And the government goes, how much free money you got? Netflix goes, uh, 15.7 billion. All right, you're good. Good job. You're a good slave master. You've done well. That's the way it is. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Here's something that you don't hear about. What have we been talking about? One of the major problems in, the, in, the, in this country is student loans. Oh, Lord, yes. And what's the basis of complaining about that? Is a college degree isn't worth what you're paying for it. Amen to that, brother. So you've got this pent up, the demand for college, if you're hearing that narrative, should be going down. Well, if it's not worth what I'm paying for it, why should I go to college? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be less and less people going to college. What's that going to do with the industry of colleges and universities when people are going, well, it's not worth it. So I'm making another choice on how I'm going to be educated. And they're sitting there going, well, we were planning on you coming here. You, we were part mm-hmm. of our plan. That's something you don't hear anything about. And that's going to start raising its ugly head. It sure is. And, it, and as far as I can see, it started when Trump was president, not because of Trump, but when Trump was president, when Google and Facebook and all the tech companies got called to Congress. Because now what you have is you have a war between who's running the country. Is it the government or the corporations? Because if student loans are in bed with the government and the government is in bed with universities, then the universities are extensions of the government. But Google has a Google University bypassing the extension of the government. Apple has a university. All these corporations now are saying, don't go to college. Come to us, we'll train you and what you actually need to know 
so you can work today so your degree is not outdated. And, and then to add to that, Apple is the number one holder in the world of facial recognition, fingerprints, and now retinal scans. The new Apple update. I started not to do it. The new Apple update. I don't know if y'all update your phones. It says, you know, you do the facial recognition. It says, would you like to do this with your mask? The mask? <laughs> yep. That's a damn retinal scan. There's no... First off, see, four day laws of power. Tuesday, five thirty. We gonna y'all gonna hear this <laughs> every chance I get. Tuesday, five thirty, Central Standard Time, six thirty. Today, you need to be in less study book with the human consultants because I tell you, why did Apple give you the option? Because somewhere buried deep in their terms of agreements, you had to give permission for your retinal scan. And they reworded it and said, would you like to do this facial recognition with your mask? You ain't fit to be wearing no mask forever. Why would you do a business plan? Why would you spend the research and development as if masks are permanent. Nope, Apple said, the little slick's not like me. You know, we this is the perfect opportunity. We got that software we've been trying to use, the technology. We can get all these eyeballs now. And the, corp, and the government's like, we don't like that. Y'all got more power than us. And Phil is right. You're going to see that, that that's going to play out. But we live in a wonderful time. I, I, I can't wait to time travel and see how this all ended out. Go ahead, Phil. Well, then if you agree to do it with a mask, anytime you need to access your device, you need to find a mask to put on to get recognized. <laughs> Which makes no sense. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Somebody asked me in private chat, if you're still in the house, I was thinking about you know, making money, all the, 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 the air traffic people, tourists, not tourism, what you call, what you call stewardess, that's what I'm trying to say. The stewardess, they need a place to stay. I was thinking about renting out my house to stewardess. Stewardess. That's a good idea, but you're not in the business. Listen, this is if I want to address it. But your business model is not getting stewardess to rent your house. So you're going to say, well, I need to be an Airbnb. You're not an Airbnb. And you're not getting stewardess to rent your house. You're in the business of getting airport contracts this is the business you are in if you want stewardess to be at your house first off you have to understand that once we become something we adopt that language as soon as dolores leave this call run by this heathen because you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm bound to cuss in two minutes. It's just, it's just, it's just going on out there. I got Tourette's. Dolores will go back into her world where folks say things like, worry not. He is able. <laughs> you, you, you can tell a Christian, 
about how they talk. You be in the airport and they have a language. You understand? Bankers have a language. And if you're attempting to get stewardess, you have to understand and respect the macro environment, is what Uber said, that there's a language and environment stewardess run into pilots. And you can't be an Airbnb enlisted if you don't use the airport language. This is why business is so difficult because we in the West have such a colonizing attitude about everything. We want people to be us. You see it in our churches, you see it in our business, it's, it's wrong. The real way to do business is you adopt that culture and be them. That's the real way to do business. You have to adopt that culture and be them. You don't, but remember, but Western civilization is built on colonization. This is what it is. And that's not, you know, there's no distance. Not, forget the politics. We're just talking about the behavior of things. Now, all you look at your budget sheet because we're getting ready to close down. The most important thing on your budget sheet is your cash flow. Now, all of you, if you have not looked at, if you have not finished your budget sheet, you do not love yourself. I said what I said. I'm not going to take it back. I'm not. I'm not going to take it back. I'm not going to take it back. You do not love yourself, <laughs> Jerome. And you don't love God like you claim. Antonio, why are you going to say this? Because you know that that's freedom in your hands. Not freedom, but freedom. Freedom said last night her name is Prosperity. Somebody said my name. <laughs> so you know that when you write down your money, you account for your money. That is freedom for you because you can change it. So you don't love yourself enough to change your life. You can love you. You don't love yourself. Change the quality of your life. You say what it is. I told you from day one. I've been saying it, Dolores. I ain't got off of it. Money is a heart issue. And the other reason, the second reason I'll tell you, you don't love God either. It's because money is just a manifestation of God. And in the area of money, you let God scare the hell out of you. I told somebody, you know who you are. This yesterday. Yesterday, somebody called me and I said, listen, you know doggone well you's a Christian and you broke. How? How do you serve the master of a cattle of a thousand hills and you can't get a hill or a cattle? I'm saying. That's why, oh, this is why I get in trouble <clears throat> right here. That's when I, when I strip away those illusions you got. Ooh, folks don't like me when I do that. The illusions keep y'all safe. This ain't about being safe. This is about leaving a legacy. Your Bible says that a person who leaves an inheritance is a good man. That's in there. 
your job is to love your children so much you didn't eat all their harvest. And if you grew up like me, your parents built the harvest and took 100% of it. You were born with no inheritance. You can always tell when I'm ending them. You can always tell my cadence changes. You was born with no inheritance. So your job is to understand that your financial budget sheet and everything we do after this is built on that. That cash flow column is your value on this earth. Say what you want, Antonio. I don't care if you carry sheetrock for your pastor. The value of your value on earth with an F is that cash flow column. No matter what you think, no matter what you say, Bob Proctor, and I'll play that video again. You know I will. Tells you about the law of compensation. Grace. Give us about the law of conversation. Let's see. Let's see. Come on. Let's see. Wow. It's, it's, it's splitting three. It's, it's splitting three. That's okay. I help you. I help you. I split three things. Go ahead. Um, one of them is to make sure you can't be replaced. Okay. Look at you. Look at you. All right. All right. So number one is you're going to, the need for? What you do. There you go. Two is your ability to? Do it. All right. And three is your difficulty there in replacing you. There you go. There you go. Grace did it well. Okay, come on, y'all unmute your mic and clap. Go Grace. Unmute your mic and clap. She got it. I put her on the spot and she got it. And that's difficult. Bob Proctor says that. And I'm telling you, that determines your cash flow column. It does. It does. Hear me as we as we crescendo to a close, your cash flow column is your value on this planet. And it doesn't matter if you disagree with my handsome face, Dolores, even though I know you do. The bank says, let me see your value. <laughs> so we don't talk about my standard, Jerome. My standard ain't nothing. Margie, I don't own the grave you're going to be buried in or the tombstone they're going to put over or the bank that your check go into. So I ain't giving you my definitions. I'm giving you the definition of the folk who control the bank and the inflation and the money. The folk who say tombstone cost this much. And please believe tombstones cost this much. And just like rent, <laughs> I ain't never seen tombstones go down in cost. I'll take um, <laughs> cremation for 500, Alex. You understand. <laughs> Your value on let me, I'm, I'm gonna do it right here, Grace. I'm gonna do it. You ready? I'm gonna do it. There it is, personal finance, right here. Your value right there 
is this cash flow section. Is this helpful, Jerome? Yep. This is your situation. Info. We got info. We got one, two, three, four. We got four sections. Info equals how you're selling yourself. No, excuse me. Info equals your slave data. No, we, no, they say slaves. All right, bring up the next set of slaves. And they said, okay, we got John Bowen. All right, that's that. The info is that set. And I'm going to use this slave language because it's true. And I don't care how you think of slavery. You can think of it as a gladiator, you can think of it as American slavery. Whichever one pisses you off, do that one. Whenever you have to choose two evils, choose the worst one. <laughs> so do that one. Whichever one really pisses you off, that's the one you need to do. Balance sheet equals your situation as a slave. The details equal how I'm going to get paid back if something happened to you. It's insurance. Grace done fooled around and broke on. She costed me money. But I got an insurance policy on it. It's all good. The six months she Grayson got pregnant. For nine months, she can't do what I need her to do. My God. So for nine months, I need to get paid. That's what that's the details. Look. Look. Don't let these bankers <laughs> say this stuff nice to you. They lie it. The life insurance policy, the broker accounts, all that stuff. The reason why you got the reason I told you will get betterment. It's because I need to know when Antonio die, can I still be in partnership with him? Let me say it this way. If me and Grace are partners and Antonio dies, but I'm the teacher and, and, and the finance guy, Grace is out of business. This is why they have key person life insurance policies because there's a value on my half of the business and I don't want Antonio to die but if he do I need to be compensated for him dying and this is why I usually say thank God for Republicans because I know they made that up (laughs) and if if you all need that um, insurance policy just let me know so I can get licensed in the state of Texas please well there you go there (laughs) there you go go ahead Phil we're not only compensated, do I have the resources to replace him? Ooh, good one. Good one. That, because if not, remember resources, resources are the only thing that matter on this planet, because that's where all this, the money comes from, all the value. If I don't have a resource to replace you, guess who ain't in business no more? But if I'm not in business no more, guess who don't have a lifestyle anymore? Guess who not getting divorced? 
Guess who getting their arguments at the dinner table for nothing? <laughs> and then the last section of this is the cash flow. If you're looking for details in short, it's the, it's, it's, it's the insurance policy I got on your life. You a slave, Antonio. You broke your arm. Well, actually, Antonio would have ran away and broke his arm trying to jump down a mountain. That's more like me. That sounds more like me or something like, something like that. And now they need to get paid for me. And this section right here, Grace, this is your value on earth. Your cash flow. A different type of insurance. That's like a peril or something, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's it. Accidental death and all that stuff. <laughs> you show right. You show that's right. right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cash flow in simplicity is your freedom number. The more cash flow you have is equal to the speed in which you can be free, which leads me to my close, close, well, I'm at my closing point now. Are there any questions? I'll take two. Give me your best two. Um, yes, how do I um, create um, five ways in five months to uh, passive income? I forgot to do that, that's right. That's starting tomorrow. I forgot we was off the same. It'll be Q and A, and A the whole time. It starts start okay. tomorrow. Okay. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me. I want you to Google. I should, Grace, you do it right quick, and then send her the link. Share your screen. Repeat your question so everybody, because I, I kind of broke your question. Repeat it so I can jump right back in on your question so everybody can. Okay, I I would like to create five different ways of creating passive income, and I would like to do five different ways in five months. Okay. The, 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 I don't want you to, well, I do want you to focus on passive income, but I want you to, I want you to increase your ability to earn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it's okay. earned income, if you get paid from somebody with a foot fetish, I need you to do whatever you need to do to get money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to do that part. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, only fans full of feet. And then you're going to turn that income into passive income. I'm not telling you not to just focus on passive income. The problem with that, I'm going to stop your screen real quick, Grace, because her, her question had an internal flaw that I made when I started off. Passive income is the when you just jump the passive income, there's really only one way to do it, it's investing. There's a problem there because your investments need to be secured by your assets. Because investments will fall. Well, you can believe that. Oh, you can believe <clears throat> something's gonna happen. COVID is a great example of secure investments falling. When the whole country shut down, those investments that the rich people had, they didn't make any money. And I want you to secure yourself also with streams of income, income producing assets. So when those investments take a hit, you don't. Okay, go ahead, Phil. 
Well, if investments didn't fall, they wouldn't allow for depreciation. That's <laughs> very good point. <laughs> very good point. Depreciation is a blessing. It's a blessing. The reason why Grant Cardone said in the video, go look it up, because both me and Grant Cardone won't, don't want to get into the CPA territory. And then you say, well, Antonio said, <laughs> go look it up. He's right. Depreciation is a blessing. Well, I guess what I was. Well, well, I, I haven't answered your question yet. I okay, warned you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're confused. I warned you because if you skip to the, y'all familiar with Robert Kiyosaki's Capital Quadrant? It's ESBI. If pull that up too, Grace. Like hurry up, because well, yeah, I don't. I don't mean to talk to you like that. I'm just got a little timer in my head. So she's gonna pull up the cash flow quadrant. You can just go to images. It's, it's a. It's definitely a book we're gonna cover. Go to images, just looking for the little, yeah, there you go. And then big it up. Okay, well, that's fine. Just just zoom in. Yeah. You be clicking links all willy-nilly. I'm gonna give you a virus. Yes, we we decline your pop-up. E and S is on the left, B and I is on the right. E and S is slavery. B and I is freedom. When you ask Frida, how can I create five passive incomes? <clears throat> if you don't have any resources, you're accidentally, in most cases, saying, how can I have my money work for me? That's called investing. And that's a blessing. But I'm telling you, and when you Margie age, beautiful, 29, ain't nobody got time to be losing money. So when the country says, oops, we, we made another man-made virus, y'all got to pay for it. Ain't nobody going to jail, though. We should be in jail. Ain't nobody going to jail. You want, they really should be in jail for that. We want to have business income too that shields us from what is about to happen in the next six months. Okay, you can stop your screen real quick, Grace. I want everybody to see me in my face because your, your question prolonged me, Frida, but it was the best question thus far. I'm glad I asked. The next six months, I see doom, but I told you that like nine, 21 classes ago. I don't see this stuff correcting itself until 2030, but that's me. I'm, I've got my own reasons. We'll cover it on the next. You can ask me tomorrow. Write it down. You ask me tomorrow. I'll tell you. But I see no way out of this. And as much as you want to hate Obama, Obama put y'all in years of plenty. You got spoiled. And now we got a whole generation of me's out here doing business, thinking you good. You are not. You are spoiled. And then Trump came behind you and put you in years of entrepreneurial plenty. And by my calculations, Phil, we ain't got in trouble. Well, we did COVID did it but they masked it real good we could say we was out the recession the great recession in 2011 it's debatable but it's fair 
So you've been in plenty for 11 years. And the plenty is just printing plenty. Every action has the opposite and equal reaction. That's 11 years of y'all thinking you're actually good in business. 11 years of borrowing, unchecked. Netflix is $22 billion in debt, according to Siri and Phil Sorrentino. Plenty. Netflix started. Obama and president. Or at least got the rise. You say a lot of these companies that we like today started in those years of pain. So I want you to become also, I want you to master the B and I. I'm telling you this well, because I'm responsible. Protect your money by having assets that protect you. So when the crypto goes down, when the stock drops, because Dow super dropped, when it drops, you're okay because you have created hard income producing assets. Well, that's, a, that's a warning. Now, here's the answer to your question. I want you to Google, now get your screen up, Grace. High income producing assets, excuse me, high income producing skills. What is it called? High income skill sets, that's what it's called, my bad. High income skill sets, that's what it's called. Trying to see what I can see. Oh, here we go. Give it a 29. 29 sounds good. She only asked for five. 29 sounds good. Copy and paste that link. Will do. All right. Now scroll down. But we're getting ready to put it in the chat, though. But we're going to see. She's asking for passive income. All right. Here's the high income skill sets. Let's see. Once it starts naming it. There we go. Copywriting. That's words that sell. And then just I just want to select five of them, Grace. Content creation. Keep on going. Content marketing. Online course creation. Keep going. Graphic designer. Keep going. And then web designer. You can stop right there. There's 29 of them here. The reason I did that because I wanted her to be relevant in her question. Relevant in her question is simple. I wanted her to understand that why are you making stuff up? In 2022, we got some high income skill sets that everybody is clamoring for. Ain't no sense in you making the pond with some fish. All 29 of these got fish jumping out of it. Some of y'all need a graphic designer right now. A website right now. You get me? You need it. You need it. You need it. You need it. So, with that being said, go pick five of those you can do, Frida. And you knock out B and I at the same time. You get it? That's answer to your question. Awesome. Thank you so very much, sir. Thank you. There thank you. you thank you. There you go. So, let me back up a little bit so I give you my closing thoughts. <clears throat> I was walking you to. You're screwed. It's a professional term. And the only way to get out of that is to have unearned income moving. 
which leads me now to my closing thoughts. Force. I love science because science takes an approach that everything is wrong, false, and stupid. And it takes the negative approach and then says, oh, okay, well, this wasn't wrong, false, or stupid. It was true. It takes the opposite approach of, of religion. It doesn't mean science can't learn from religion and religion can't learn from science. They both can learn from one another. But it's fair to say that science is out to be proven wrong. And there's a scientific formula for force. Force equals mass times acceleration. In order for me to force my laptop on the desk it sits upon, I had to exhort force and torque and lift and then sit it on the table and it is creating force in itself on the table. So force is the goal. And I want you all to have your unearned income force you into freedom. But you can only do that with mass times acceleration. Mass is the real thing. E equals mc squared. So energy equals mass times the speed of light twice. It just means that this phone is energy wrapped in energy, wrapped in energy, wrapped in energy over and over and over again until it became something that I cannot destroy. Energy can never be created, can never be destroyed. If I melt this phone, I would not destroy the mass. Mass takes infinity to destroy. All I would do is release the 90% energy because what's the, what is E equals MC squared. There is squared light in this. You call it energy. All I would do is release the energy back to where it came from, but the mass that was created would be a pile of melted, stinky stuff. Because it will, it will stink if I melt it. There's no doubt about it. Therefore, I want you to receive that you cannot have freedom without something tangible. So all of that, I'm a coach. I'm my brand, my company is me, that's cute, but it ain't setting you free. Rewind, press play. I didn't tell you not to crypto with Margie. You look good doing it, but when you get that income, you need to put it into some mass. Anthony, I'm making it make sense. I'm glad you feel better too, or feeling better. If you want financial freedom, write this down as I said, your unearned income equals the thing that is real accelerating and getting better. Your brand is not real. What is brand? No, brand is important because the only thing that's ever. Mm -hmm. can, can you rewind and 
press play again on that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. If you, if you want your freedom, your unearned income to be real, you've got to accelerate it with real mass. That means that your business can't just be your brand because it's not real. Where does brand exist on this planet? Only in the human mind. There's no dolphins saying, whew, oh, that Frida brand is cold. No, it doesn't exist. Brand only exists in the human mind, just like music. So therefore, brand should be viewed as earned income. They're not going to tell you this, but I'm exposing this. I'm telling you what it is. I see the world this way. I see the world as one big chessboard. Brand is an Antonio. Yes, ma'am. Please. Yes, ma'am. Sure will. Brand is not mass. It is invisible. And all brand is earned income. You're earning it with your law of reputation, which is in the 48 laws of power, which you should be in tonight at 5:30, Central Standard Time. Uh, the humor consultants, let's study a book. Guard your reputation at all costs. That's actually what we lost. Or whatnot. That's like saying the brand, the name that I have for the podcast stuff and a lot of other stuff. I should be earning money off of that name, should be coming in. Absolutely, you should. But once you earn that money, don't you go spend that money and don't you think you earned the damn thing because you didn't. What you earned was slavery until you go put it in a mass that you can accelerate. And in this case, the mass should be defined as a hard income producing asset. I'm sorry, I'm listening while I'm at work, but no, I'm going to do a little stuff and I need like actual, I don't know if I can talk to Grace or whatever to get this breakdown because it's like, I keep looking at like the thing that you gave us for the, the worksheet thing. He asked my mom, I looked at it and was in panic mode and was like, I don't, I don't have none of this. I don't have not near anything on here. I don't have that. And well, I have less than I have less than $50 in my bank account. And I'm sitting up here trying to figure out what to do, but I don't want to keep working paycheck to paycheck. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like so that this, mindset is like, okay, I need to get out of this. So this is what I'm gonna offer all of y'all. $24.99 a month, right? We will give you the extra, if you don't need it, you don't need it. We'll give you what you need to create it for 24, outside of this, for $24.99 a month. Grace, that's going under the special account, which means filling Susan's. <laughs> you understand? It's going under that strike. For $24.99 a month. You can get that help. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. It's not bad. Are you willing to take $24.99 to... That's actually a good point. Let me tell you why I said that. Can I call because it personal finance help? Personal finance help from... from and I'll, I'll do it myself, but you need to use... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The other stripe. Not, okay. Don't, don't use my stripe. Okay. This personal finance is do-it-yourself. When you ask someone to do it with me, that comes with a fee. You understand? Because, and that's fair, that's your integrity. And, I, and, I, and Yolanda is a good integrity paying person. As soon as she got it, she'd be like, hey, Grace. You know what I'm saying? We got it. She's good. The reason I'm saying that is because you're stopping, it's called opportunity cost. When you stop Frida from doing something, you're costing her customers while she helps you. And the law of compensation, or I should say God says, reap what you sow. If you're going to stop people from making money, then no matter what you do, you're going to be not blessed and you're not going to make money. Also, Antonio, those who pay, pay attention. And that wasn't Sheena. You ain't missing me with that one. <laughs> you know Go ahead, Phil. And the first thing they need to do is take the standout assessment. And the first thing they need to do, take the standout assessment. You're absolutely right. So we'll make sure. Fortunately for Yolanda, she's already doing that. So she's good. So congratulations, Yolanda. We got hell for you. She just did that yesterday or Friday or something like that. Right, Grace? All right. So Yolanda, you're good. Ain't God good? You're good. You're already doing the 24 <laughs> There you go. Because she jumped on an opportunity. And I, I just reframed it. She jumped on another opportunity, but I just accounted her 24 She's doing for whatever she was doing. To, to this thing here. So we got you. There's one student there, Grace, for extra help. No problem. She needs to take the Marcus Buckingham assessment. Two, two, that, that will be two students, sir. Two All right. Students. Well, that's right, because both of y'all did it. And, that's, and the good I'm thing is, and, yeah, and, it, 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 it's already in the, it's already the good stripe. It's already in the good stripe. So that's fine by me. That's good. That's good. But, Grace had me in there. <laughs> there you go. If she, if she's one of whoever Friday started 2499 at you. If not, just, just do $24.99. We'll take care of you. We'll, we'll give you the extra help you need. And that's fair. Please, please, I just put it in the chat for you. Do it yourself. Do it with me. Do it for me. Do it yourself. That's what this is. I'm blessing you. You know what I'm saying, Jerome? I'm giving it away. You've been here for two hours and one minute. You know what I'm saying? Do it with me. All right. No problem. For $5,000. You know? Do it for me. Ah, right, No problem. That'd be $50,603.27. But that's how it works. Treat yourselves like that because money will only behave like you treat it and like you treat yourself. If you treat yourself in a category of money poorly, money will treat you poorly. Money will only mirror how you treat yourself. Money will only mirror how you treat yourself. If you're always getting scammed, you always scam yourself. You always scam others. That's important. And if, so, if someone says, I don't know what to charge, Antonio, congratulations. I just accidentally answered it for you. Do it yourself, you charge a little less. Do it with me, you charge a little more. Do it for me, well, shh, the whole kit and caboodle. But if you want my time, my being your name, well, that costs. 
If I want all your time, it right, costs all my money. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Do things for free. Please, all day long, do everything for free. What is doing for yourself? What is doing with me? Watch out now. When it's doing for me, oh, we go together. It is what it is. Force equals mass time acceleration. I'm trying to tell you that your unearned income is the force. Your mass is the hard, label these things. Your unearned income is the force. Your mass is the hard income producing asset. And speeding that up, it depends. Increasing your ability to earn, getting more customers, getting more subscribers, that just depends on what kind of mass you have. Whether you're selling what you know or you're collecting what you know, that just depends on that. You understand? So that I can't tell you what that acceleration looks like if I don't know what your mass looks like. Notice brand written in there. Am I telling you don't have a brand on shield? You better have a brand because the internet only rewards brands now. And you only be with me for two hours and three minutes because my brand says every damn minute you're getting value. You get it? My brand is that. Some of you finna jump right into film school and be on there another hour. Film school is just an hour, so that's not that long. That's actually good. Sure is. And, and, and in film school, we're gonna tell you about what cameras to buy, all sorts of stuff, okay? all, all that stuff. I'm gonna start you there. And then I may give away scripts today. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see how. I need to see what y'all education level is first. In conclusion, you can't be a force without unearned income. But Antonio, how I get unearned income? Well, you need a hard income producing acceler- producing income, an asset that's always accelerating. It was the very reason why I never let us slip into an education company. I told you we was always fronting that way. I've always said that. I've always said that. I always said we was fronting. And in fact, my famous words, Marjorie, is don't nobody listen to a teacher. This is my way I could sneak around the competition. Nobody listens to teachers. Nobody listens to teachers. Phil says, you should do this great great idea. And y'all go, nope. (laughs) Go ahead, AJ. And then I opened my mic up right at that time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, hardcore, hardcore assets in the education field, like that would be the actual school building? Very good damn question. No, it could be the school building. It can also be your course. Because it, 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 mm-hmm. it don't have, yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? So if you could develop a course for your book, that course becomes a hard income producing asset. Now, what you want to do is take that hard income producing asset, which is earned income in this case for you, because you're trading your income and you're trading your energy for that and you're earning that, but it's still a hard income producing asset, but then you want to put it in a hard income producing asset, you ain't got to do a damn thing in. So you got to be at the course. You don't have to be at the house. You was in the energy. I was in the energy. <laughs> yes, she was. Because I was trying to figure it out. Like, that sounds like what I was saying, but you were Good. saying something different, though. Okay, but I'm glad. No, I'm, I'm glad, glad you asked. I'm glad. I'm glad you asked. I mean, we I spent a little extra time because y'all questions were fire. And, I, you know, I mean, we, we here now. So we might as well just stay. Go ahead, Susan. Well, that's why 
when we started humor consultants, we didn't start ourselves saying we're speakers, we're coaches, we're this, we're that, we're teachers. We, we and if you go to our website, well, here it is on, on my screen here behind me. <laughs> profit and enjoyment advisors. And that's how we've always built ourselves. That's why we were able to do multi-year retainers and all kinds of different things through the years. That's right. And those multi-year retainers were hard income producing assets. That's exactly what that is. (laughs) When you say Exxon, yeah, we'll do it for three years. That now becomes hard. Yeah. Times a week or less, you know, and you have that. 100%. No, 100%. It does. Just remember, though, you want to switch what you're earning into something like, like real estate. It doesn't have to be real estate. Just something like it. You can sell jets if you want to. Something that is controlling an industry. Are, are y'all getting that idea? And real estate is controlling an industry. You own a piece of earth and you're controlling that address that's powerful when you think about it that way you 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 looked at this big old rock in the sky and you said this piece y'all paying for this piece (laughs) i don't care what y'all say i own earth at least this little piece and you paying for it and it's okay but you want to take your income to something that you're controlling remember billionaires control industries and you want to control the industry that is 2811 Avenue L or whatever you're right, wherever you live. So I'm just made up an address, but you get it. And in conclusion, and time has been well spent, but it actually been blessedly spent. This is blessed. I feel like I feel like we I feel like walls were broken, you know, and, 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 and strongholds were broken is what the Lord's folk would say. You know, <laughs> I feel good. I feel like you all are learning, but you're definitely learning because your questions, have y'all noticed y'all questions are getting far more complex? <laughs> so you're definitely learning. You could ask these questions in day one for sure. And this, this is good. This is rapid growth. In order to be a force, you need unearned income. But the formula for force is mass times acceleration. And mass needs to be something that the light has hit over and over and created something that cannot be destroyed. That's the important part here. Once this is why the human consultants are going to tell you, watch your damn thoughts, watch your words. Because if you keep saying, I can't, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. That's energy on top of energy, on top of energy. And once you produce that, I can't, and it manifests itself in life. You can never get rid of it. Y'all out here trying to get rid of stuff you did. You can't. You cannot undo mass. Once you manifest it, it is there. You can't apologize for it. You can't get rid of it. The only thing you can do is go create another mass that you want to deal with. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Go ahead, Phil. And the word is made flesh. That's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. So you cannot undo mass. Once you put mass on this planet it will be here for a millennia and i'm telling you your brand is not light hitting light hitting light it is the vehicle the conduit it's the electricity 
but you need something that ain't going nowhere. When you build a house, that ain't going nowhere. So am I going to tell you stocks is mass? Absolutely not. As long as Black Tuesday exists and the opportunity for it, I'm all, if, if houses can't disappear, stocks can. Am I going to tell you not to get into stocks? No. I'm just telling you stocks is the first step. And when you think about the people who are in the top 1%, 90% of the top 1% own real estate. And that's a staggering number. Can Amazon disappear? No, it's a hard income producing asset. But I guarantee you Jeff Bezos takes out those shares and puts it into something. But that's, that's why he stopped being a CEO because he had enough hard income producing assets plus brand assets and shares. And that's it. Your formula is Yolanda, go get something hard. I don't care if it's a cool cup stand. I, I don't know. Is that, is that, it's cool cup? Yeah, I know what I mean when I said that. That's, that is oh, that just I know a southern cool thing. That's because you in the south. That's yeah, you in the south. <laughs> you in the south. The the ice cream stand. The, the slushies. The when you, you you get the syrup. Yolanda has it. She okay. has a very very hard 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 good thing that she could put out there. Yeah. Just saying. No, it's good. I, mean, I just don't know if cool cup is is out the south. I'm not sure if that's if it says the same thing in the, in the east. But you know what I'm talking about when you go. It's hot outside. You you. You eat a little strawberry, watermelon, banana cream, shaved ice thing, that thing. Don't forget grape. Oh, grape. Well, that's, you showing that's, that's ex- you're very black. <laughs> grape, <laughs> grape is a black favorite, just like apple would be in the Hispanic area. Grape is it's very slushy. black. Slushy. All right, there you go. Oh, grape's always been my favorite. There you go. There you go. <laughs> grape is good. Grape is good. If you sell ice, sell shaved ice, sell ice with cool, doesn't matter. It just needs to be something you can hold in your hand that produces income. So your brand needs to be invisible that leads to the visible. And then you put that visible into the next right move, something that is better. And that is it in the simplicity. Is that simple? Yes. Is that simple for you to catch? You caught it 10 minutes ago. They just, it's just unexposed, Margie. They just don't tell you this. It's hidden because it's like the Emerald Tablets. If I tell you, now I got to partner with you instead of own you. We'll see you all Tuesday, tonight at 5.30 for that bold statement I just said. I don't want to partner with you, I want to own you. That's covered in the 48 Lords Power. You might want to get yourself over there, 48 Lords of Power. We are excited and I ain't gonna say nothing, but the first words he told me to say after that, I ain't saying nothing. And I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm excited. And uh, God, learn these 48 Lords of Power, they're good. Last thing I want to say to you, accelerate whatever is the hard income producing asset in your life. If you don't have it, and I have to say this for y'all, spend your damn money you're holding on to. I don't care how bad it is and how scared you are. Holding on to money 
is keeping you a slave. Money has no value if you don't spend it. So spend that thousand dollars on that doggone class. Go be a credit repair specialist or I don't know what y'all do, but whatever you do, go do it and go spend the money on it. You know, if you come to Texas, pay the fee to learn how to teach people how to get concealed handgun license. Trust me, it's a booming industry in Texas. Antonio T. Smith, too. You can't play it better. You can't dominate. Thank you all, everybody. Brother, everybody. We love you. We love you. Love you more. Yes, there it is. There it is. So we'll see you all now. I'm going to log in right now. Film school is, is pretty good. So y'all going to like it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We love you. Everybody should have the link. Y'all have a good one.